happy to let you know we're live. Oh my god. Hey, we did it. I'm proud of us all. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Breakout, episode number 49. Uh, for for uh, Wednesday, July 20th, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, my name is Marty Saliva, and as always, I'm joined by uh, Nick Calandra. And filling in for Casey is Jamate. And we're here to talk about the video games, the TV, the movies, and then we leave. In that order. Yes. Um, I guess it's the best. It does. I was about to say it doesn't really have to be uh, in that order. I guess we can go in uh, any any order we want. Uh, how how are you guys doing? I'm tired. Yeah, Nick. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm very Nick is tired in the, today. Nick is in the midst is in the midst of his move. He uh, he did not sleep much last night and is slowly going insane. So I, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Yep, I get the keys to the house today, though, so I'm excited. Oh, sweet. So the next time anyone sees you on a escape a stream, you will be officially in a new in a new place. Yep, and you'll I'll have a really cool new backdrop and new desk, new gear, new everything. You keep really you keep hyping up this backdrop, and I have a feeling that by the time you stream on like Monday, is it really gonna be set up? Is it really gonna be that cool? Yeah, it's a built in it's a built in coffee bar in my closet. <laughs> I don't even have to do anything to make really it look cool. cool. It's already set up cool. Yeah, it's okay. it is really cool. You have you don't have, have you seen it? Yeah, I yeah, showed, pictures showed me my, pictures. I showed you pictures okay. of my house. Yeah, but I delete at the end of every day. I delete everything I learned that day. Oh, okay. I empty, I empty the recycling bin and I start every. Wow, day you fresh. wait till the end of the day. I I do yeah. it immediately after I've spoken. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, I like I I live in my own little uh, time loop game. It's whenever yeah, I yeah, yeah. whenever I hear about weeb shit, my mind immediately goes blank and deletes everything until I'm a zombie. <laughs> you just hear a harsh <laughs> buzz. You're I just I just yep. I hear that and I just hear the drool create in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> just picture a cat playing with some string going meow 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 yeah that, that, that the, or the, uh, the meme from the simpsons with the the little monkey clanging just clapping the, 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 yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the symbols yeah. yeah yeah uh that's perfect uh yeah well well uh, yeah as you can see our, our our big topic of the week um we kind of threw together because the the Big two games of this week are uh, Stray, which is obviously in the thumbnail, and uh, As Dusk Falls, which was the the latest kind of uh, telltale slash quantic dream-esque uh, narrative adventure game that came out for Xbox and PC yesterday. Um, and I guess the, the topic we thought about talking about is uh, in terms of like how much quote-unquote gameplay do we need in our quote-unquote games? And I use them in that way because... Ultimately, they're sort of nebulous terms. Like, I don't know, if you want to just declare yourself a game, you could be a game. That's fine with me. But, uh, you know, it's something that we've been debating, I feel like, ever since. I don't know, when did the whole, like, is this a game thing start? I guess with, like, early indie games, like Probably stuff like Dear Esther. Dear yeah. Gone Home. Yeah. Um, the sort of, you know, using the term, like, walking sim in a pejorative sense and saying, oh, there's not enough, you know, game in here or this game isn't long enough to be a game and sort of yeah so i guess we're just going to talk a little bit about uh how we feel about the kind of like rigid framing devices and if there are things a game has to do in order to become a game um or is any modicum of interactivity enough for us uh jimmy i'm sure you have a lot of thoughts about that well the question is is define a game this debate what is a game what quantifies something being a game are you, are you actually, yeah, no, that's actually a question. I, this isn't starting at some fucking JSA. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, like anything you play, I would say, is a game. Like, yeah, but then you counter that with like, is a sport a game? Like, is cup and ball a yeah. game? That kind of thing. Are you talking about specifically video games? Well, yeah. Well, just what defines a game? Because we're we're asking the level of gameplay for it to count as a game in in a sense. Like, when does it stop being a game? When is when is it not just a effectively uh, an interactive? Yeah, like um, Bandersnatch, right, was yeah. a an episode of a TV show that had choices. Um, there's interactability there, but it's not a game. Mm-hmm. So the question is, does is it the interaction in the game? That I mean, you it say it's not a game. Is it not a game? I, I would consider Bandersnatch in that episode of, like, Kimmy Schmidt a game or games. Games, yeah. See, I don't know. I think I have a much looser definition. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. And me, I'm, I'm in the you, loose definition as well. I think to me, if, uh, like I said, I see comments right now talking about win-loss state. I don't think there needs to be a win-loss state. Um, like, As Dusk Falls, for instance, and even like Until Dawn, those games don't have win-loss states. Like, you get to the end of the story no matter what happens, whether everyone's alive, everyone's dead, no matter what decisions you make. If you, true. Is that not true? If you don't play the game, there is a lost state. <laughs> oh, well, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, yes, that is true. I mean, if you if you close your eyes during a movie, is it still and like plug your ears? It's is no, it, still it becomes a movie? an audio book. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the end of my um my first uh, Illusion of Choice episode where I was like, the only autonomy you have is closing the game off. Is, That's the yeah. only form of true <laughs> autonomy you have. Yeah, which is funny because there's games that have sort of even like directly address that like yeah Stanley, Stanley Barber being that. one I mentioned in that episode um, yeah. Spec Ops line does that like the whole idea of like everyone would have been better off had you just never started this game like yeah the reason things are bad is because you chose to play this game like how do you yeah. how do you feel about that um yeah but to me let uh like it's almost to me like if a creator thinks the thing they made is a game I'm almost apt to be like sure um, if it has any modicum of interactivity, I, See, I, would I think that's say the it's definition. A- it's the, the modicum of interactability for me. Mm-hmm. Like, cause somebody could bake a cake and then tell me it's a game and I'd be like, no, it's not a game. Right. What yeah. If a, what if um, they the, made a game out of baking the cake? Who can make the, then cake I'd the be fastest? like, damn, <laughs> put that on my wish list. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's that form of interactability and. There are lots of different definitions for what a game is, and in the grand scheme of things, um, they're all kind of uh, grasping the straws in a way. They're kind of trying to uh, find another way to define it, where it is just a thing, a piece of media that you interact with. So Bandersnatch, in that sense, could be considered a a game, um, or Stray, for example. Um, is definitely 100% a game. I'm not going to claim Stray isn't a game. Um, But it's also how much gameplay we expect as capital G gamers. What do you expect when you open a game? Like, what would be too little for you? What would you be like, this isn't enough? Do you guys have that personally, or are you kind of fine with it? Yeah, so for, for me, like, I how much gameplay needs to be there i like to me it's just a question that i don't i guess it's gonna be uh advert or against the podcast of this episode but it's like a question i don't really care about it's more like 
how do how do I want to, do I want to experience this? If I do, that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Uh, especially like when people like talk about like, you know, Dear Esther or, or, you know, Gone Home or any, any of these like, you know, games that have been labeled walking simulators. Like, well, do I want to put the time into experience a story and it's in this interactive medium? Okay. That, then that's what counts. Uh, <laughs> it's the same thing with like, how long does a game need to be? How long, like to me, it's just, do I want to experience this? Am I willing to pay the asking price to experience it? If yes, okay, then it was worth it to me. If no, then I wait for a sale or don't play it. Yeah. Like that's, that's what it really comes down to for me. Yeah. And I think it also, you know, it is a person by person basis. Like what do you, what is the reason that you are so into this medium? All of us, like the, you know, the three of us and everyone in the comments, you know, every, everyone watching live, everyone probably tuning into this VOD um, is probably feels passionate, passionate about the medium of video games. And what is it? What is it you want when you come to the table? Um, and if you want deep systems and mechanics, then maybe your definition of what a game is, is different than mine. Like the thing I'm looking for is to just like feel something and I don't have to mean I don't mean that in like some like revelatory like I need my worldview changed kind of way yeah. but like if if a game can elicit you know any emotion whether it's uh, 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 humor or confusion or uh, terror or anger or or sadness like you know I uh, one of my favorite things of the last decade was PT and the amount of like interaction in pt is minimal like yeah. absolutely minimal um you could ostensibly get most of what the game is going for by watching a let's play of it and that's like another interesting point is that the you know ideas of 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 let's plays and sort of video game voyeurism or backseating has become so prevalent over the last uh five ten years um yeah and and you know obviously with t what we do you know several times a week and 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 personal channels and how big there's certain twitch players and you know a game comes out and people are like oh, i'm not gonna play it i'm just gonna watch it and mm -hmm. um that kind of thing and i i, I feel like I, I don't know i i almost feel icky setting a uh setting like a, a bar for a, a thing has to clear this in order to mm -hmm. become a game otherwise it's lesser um, like I can totally understand you not wanting to play something because you're in it for the mechanics and wandering around a spooky house or, um, you know, making binary, uh, dialogue decisions isn't what yeah. you consider a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's, uh, you know, I was thinking about this last night, like, you know, games like until dawn or, you know, uh, the quarry or anything like that. A lot of those games, like, I don't feel like just to me personally, like they're worth $60, like mm -hmm. the, you know, if if you if there's so little to actually do other than p p button pressing, like yeah, like just my personal opinion, like that's something I'm not willing to pay more than like thirty dollars for, which is, I think like the uh, anthology series that they're doing for you know the dark pictures is is mm -hmm. reasonably priced for those games, like thirty bucks a pop. You get you know x amount of hours, and you know you can you can go back and play with friends or, or whatever. Like, and that's where I think those become more actual games when you do play co-op now because like you're you're both making choices that affect each other uh so I, I think like there's there's some interesting mechanics that they can do in those things but yeah i mean I, like walking simulators for me like that that debate's gonna rage forever but i just half the reason i play a lot of those games is just for like the wonder of the world that you're in <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. soak it in 
just yeah. experience yeah. it, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, exploring a virtual place. And I think the, that sort of, uh, those like, I don't know, I guess if you want to call them experiences, if you were like, well, you're not, you're not a full fledged game, but there is some modicum of interactivity. So what is it? And I feel like you're, we're, we're going to be getting more and more of those as VR becomes more prevalent because yeah. kind of like the mere act of existing in a world is the experience in and of itself. Yeah. Um, which I think is part of, I think part of like the real appeal to me and I haven't finished it yet of stray is um, a combination of existing and like a really cool looking world, like a really well fleshed out, interesting uh, robotic post-apocalypse um, where you're, you know, kind of learning about you know, taking sort of small clues and piecing together what might've happened in this place mm. to lead to this point without the game ever, you know, giving you a giant expository lore dump. Um, and is also um, the, the appeal is uh, playing as something that isn't a human being, which uh, I think there's something like really, really powerful about having a video game. Let us embody something that is foreign to us, not foreign to us in terms of like, you know, a lot of people grew up with cats, uh, but you have never been a cat unless you were like a warg, like, like Bran. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a perspective war, we haven't seen. We haven't been able to experience. And yeah. this is kind of where uh, the idea for this came from on my end, which was I've played Stray as well. And one of the first things I thought was, well, first thing was, damn, this is gorgeous. This looks really good. This is really pretty. I really like this world. This is really cool. And then I got to the, the context climbing and there's no fail state with that. And my brain when I would have liked this better if it was a bit more of a platformer and the reward for the platforming was all of this lore and lovely mm -hmm. stuff. But I came to a decision. I was like, um, but this isn't for me. This isn't, I like, this isn't, this isn't a product directly made for me. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is its own thing. And I took uh, the bits that they were focusing on, which is the world and what everything looks like. And I was like, do you know what? This is, uh, this is good, but it's just not my thing. And that's okay. And the question is, because you can't really fail, apart from those uh, little goopy boys that chase you. Can you fail that? <laughs> I, like, yeah, I, you, I imagine if I would just stand you still, can get I could fail. I got gooped. Okay. Yeah, I was I, I was playing the um the opening chase scene where they, yeah. the, the goopy boys are chasing you, and um I looked away for a second and I got uh I got gooped and you got was overwhelmed by the goop. I did yeah. get gooped. Um, I've lost my I've lost my train of thought. I'm on goop now. Uh, but, no, you were, you were talking about the the how you would have wished it was a little more. I wished it was it had a little bit more platforming and video gamey and um. But I thought, is this a game? Like that was the question I had. I was like, is this yeah. a game? Like we're not really. I'm going down a linear path. The context climbing is completely forced. It's completely linear. It's like, I don't think it's not a game. But I, I the, the question was, is this? directly uh, a game because i'm not really i'm not really making any choices i'm not really um choosing a path to follow i'm just walking down this um path because i think stray is very much in in the same vein as walking simulators you're just a cat but i like that that's yeah. uh that's cool yeah there's that question of like if this could this have just been like a, a love death love death and robots short and would mm. this have you know would we have lost or gained anything by just completely stripping away any sort of interactivity? Yeah. And I think 
what you said, which was embodying something that we can't usually do, mm-hmm. um, is is a perspective. And I would say this of a film: if we did get a film of Stray and we got to see everything through the eyes of a cat and the perspective of a cat, uh, that's a worthwhile experience for um, to make and for us to to enjoy. So I think, yeah, it is. But I just wish there was more. Yeah, well, I, really like, I go back to my argument of just. Uh, like to me it, you know it's just a label at this point game movie show what, whatever like to me it's just yeah. how do you want to experience this and yeah. they're all experiences in some way it's a book it's a movie it's music it's what a game whatever it is it's just like is this interesting enough for me to spend my money on spend time with and engage with in whatever form that that is and then go with it and yeah so like i you know it's to me i i'll never I'll never get behind like the whole like you know you have to have x amount of movement in game or x amount of like objectives or or whatever it's just it literally comes down to is this intriguing enough for me to to mm-hmm. spend time with mm. it and that and that's all it is yeah and and like god I keep harping on this like if you don't like these kinds of things like that is so totally fine like if you mm-hmm. want your game to have more meaty mechanics and systems if you want dishonored and and elden ring and deep rpg systems or or precise platforming like i totally understand that um but preferring that doesn't make something like uh you know firewatch or or adios or genesis noir which are games with um very sort of uh, predefined outcomes very little meaningful choice on your part um but things that I do think by virtue of you even holding the analog stick a little bit or choosing when to do something or being in, you know, being your own director of photography and choosing where you are looking at any given moment, I think are given a um, sort of sense of power that wouldn't be there were they just movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think being in like being the director and being in control of, 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 when things happen is something that really separates games from movies and not always in a good way. Um, Sometimes I want a very sort of guided, like I want a master hand to not the master hand from smash brothers. That is another master hand. I don't want that man anymore. I don't want that man anywhere near. Get get that man's out. Yeah. But um, you know, sometimes I want like a a master craftsman to be, to be guiding my view in a, in a movie or TV show. And we're getting the same thing with TV shows of, you know, as more and more things are becoming, limited series or 10 hour movies across TV like that. The definition of like, when you look at the Emmys, like midnight mass isn't considered a TV show or a movie. It is considered a mini series and people are arguing over what those things mean. And it's like baffling to me. Cause when I'm just, I'm just like, I use movie. If it's like in one piece single, under four hours, single sit down and watch. Yeah. Me down with it. It's <laughs> just a descriptor. Some, really. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it's more of like a shorthand than anything. It's mostly like I use these terms in order to be like at least point you in the right direction. It's, it's um, like genre. I yeah, I, everyone's heard me harp on about this loads. Like I hate genre. I think a lot of the way we describe games is complete and utter shit, mm-hmm. and it paints a picture of a game um, in a bad light because of like past experiences. For example, I hated roguelikes because i played a few bad ones mm-hmm. and the entire phrase of roguelike uh just threw me off i'd be like i'm not playing it i'm not gonna like that i'm gonna hate this 
Um, and then I played like Hades and Risk of Rain 2 and uh, loads of others, Neon, Neon Abyss, and I adored them. And I realized actually this genre I really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, and the ultimate descriptor, like you said, is film, book, uh, TV show, game. And a lot of it's kind of superfluous, like Nick's saying, do you want to live in this world, be it in a book, a TV show, a game? Do you want to be a part of it? Do you want to experience it? Mm-hmm. If the answer is yes, then do it. Like people harping on about um, walking sims. If you don't like it, don't play it. Thousands of games are released every day. There is yeah. something for you. There's a multiplayer experience for you. There's a story-driven one. Just, just you do you. Yeah, well, that, let me play as this cat. That's that's what I find most interesting <laughs> is like the people that get like passionately angry about whether it's a game or not, and that and that's why that's why I like I keep circling back to like, do you want to experience it? If yes, then play it or or engage with I, it, whatever it is. So like I like you know this this whole like I don't want to say gatekeeping. I don't I don't know what the best word for it, but like arbitrary. It's kind of gatekeeping. It's kind of gatekeeping. In a way, is not. Yeah, yeah. like I like I I remember my my mother who doesn't really play video games like i picked her i picked up heavy rain for her because like well she likes like law and order crime dramas this mm-hmm. is like that but also has a little bit extra interactivity that she might enjoy because she's you know deciding parts of the story for herself and she never played it i ended up playing it even though i was interested and then i ended up loving it but uh mm-hmm. the, that was my mindset to just get her into a different medium was like maybe she'll enjoy games if she plays Heavy Rain, even though it's not really what I would say is like a gamer's game, I no. guess, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same with my mom, nearly exactly the same, which is I I think my mom, if she got over her fear of what a game is, um, which I think a lot of people from an older generation don't really, they have a fear of it. Mm-hmm. I think my mom would love games like L.A. Noir, Disco Elysium, um, loads of these like detective-based games because she adores that stuff. Mm-hmm. She just can't get past that barrier. And maybe one of the reasons is is because of this kind of harsh descriptor of what they believe a game is. It's the complete opposite of what the argument we're saying, which is, does this have enough to be a game? I think when... Uh, I know I'm painting people from a certain generation with the same brush, but bear with me. Um, they might think when they hear game, they think of really complicated system-driven um complex experiences rather than you know effectively walking simulators that anyone could play so it's just about how we describe these things yeah and there's uh sort of bouncing off that um you know there have been a handful of games that i think i've personally used as sort of gateway drugs for people who don't play games like if someone didn't play a game, I wouldn't be like, so here's Persona Five. Like, <laughs> fucking, like yeah. Jesus Christ. Like I'd barely say oh, that to oh. anyone who does play games. Yeah. I don't want them to suffer the same curse I have now. Um <laughs> but stuff like, you know, if if someone's really into horror, like I've I've sat several people down who don't play games with PT and they've loved it. Because yeah. it is very simple. If you can yeah. get a if you can wrap your head around twin stick movement, um, you're golden. Uh stuff like Journey. The same thing, like very minimal fail states, oh. a very clearly defined goal of this mountain in the background, just move towards it. Um, and Lambie in the chat says, uh, look at what the Wii did. Like, we can make fun of the Wii all we want, and God knows I'm going to make fun of the Wii for the rest of my life. But, like, Wii Sports, like, yep. did a very good thing in the long run for the medium. I think in the short mm. term, it became a fad that everyone was chasing, and 
like um, <laughs> a few really weird years in gaming. But uh, in the long term, I think it, it brought a lot of people into the medium that that um, that wouldn't have got here beforehand. And I think by bringing in more of these people who maybe haven't been like lifelong gamers and aren't as passionate about the medium as us, and if these people become creators, we're just going to get more varied and interesting things. And it's what we need. Yeah, and it's in the same way, like, I don't know, if you go into, like, a Barnes & Noble, well, if physical bookstores still exist, if you go into a physical bookstore, like, Goodnight Moon and A Song of Ice and Fire and Dostoevsky and fucking Erotica, they're all books. Like, none of them are more book than another book. They're just different types of books. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people who have this argument of this isn't enough, this isn't this or that, have this weird idea that every game is made for them. Yeah, and if it doesn't meet their requirements, then it's bad. And Walking Sims aren't made for for a lot of people. They're not they're not made for me. I don't personally in, mm-hmm. enjoy them, and that's okay. I don't think they're bad games. I don't think they're yeah. bad experiences. I don't go around like telling people who play them that they're not gamers. That's another thing that I absolutely despise is telling specific people who say only play mobile games or, you know, people who play um, lots Animal of Crossing or something, that, yeah. Animal Crossing, that they're not gamers. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of toxic um, because yeah, I think they are. It's only relegated to online people, though. I mean, yeah, for I've, sure. never, I've never heard somebody in real life say like, oh, because you play mobile games, you're not a gamer. <laughs> yeah. In no. fact, in fact, I don't think the 99% of people in real life go around calling people gamers. So <laughs> No, I, I've never described myself as a gamer. Neither I've never I. gone up to someone and been like, hi, I'm a gamer. Yeah. Because I think and I they've think never just quickly turned around and like briskly yeah. walked away. They just rolled their eyes so Spit hard. On your <laughs> like shoes and walk away. Their eyes. <laughs> they transcend yeah. the conversation. And then, and then Marty comes up behind and is like, I'm a persona and they're like, what? and then I roll my And then my harem flocks to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, just yeah. you suddenly spin around. You're like in a weave outfit. Yeah, <laughs> that's my secret. Yeah. 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 His, his I'm always, in a, just, I'm always like, in a weave. Person's outfit. like, person's like, how much weed did I smoke this morning? <laughs> how much <laughs> weed did I smoke? <laughs> well, we oh, that, that could be too. Yes. How much? I, don't you guys like waking up on a day off and just just packing a big bowl of weeb? No, nah, you, you're packing. You've got to pack that day for the, the kawaii kush. Yes, uh, I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also think uh, we'll, we'll go into it more when we talk about stuff we've been playing and watching. But I think, uh, like, I personally did not like uh, as dust falls. But one thing I think is really interesting, which is a it's not the first game to do it. I think that some of the supermassive games and Telltale games have done it, but it has sort of the the party mode where um, uh, either in person or while watching on Twitch. Although I guess if you're watching the streamer, it's going to be delayed because streams are delayed. Um, but you can have people log in and sort of democratically using their phones make all the choices. Um, and you said Disco yeah. Elysium had the same thing, right? I did that with Disco Elysium yeah. for my playthrough on my stream. There's yeah. a there's a mode you can get which. It gives a delay and allows the audience to vote or suggest mm-hmm. what they would like you to do um, and also affect your stats so they can pick specific attributes to give bonuses to. Okay, so if could... I need help and I've got a low percentage, they can vote to give me better stats. Yeah, um, yeah. It, even if that was in person, that would be even better. Like I could imagine, well, maybe not Disco Elysium because that game is so unbelievably heavy. 
Yeah, that almost seems like a hard game to have that stuff. Yeah, with. I feel like a game um, like Until Dawn and um, uh, The Quarry and stuff like yeah. that, where the decisions are quite, you're under a time restraint and mm-hmm. it's meant to be quite quick. Getting a load of friends together to make those decisions quite quickly and vote would yeah. be a really fun, really fun time. Yeah, and as Dusk Falls has these like uh, minor things where you uh, uh, each person has a select amount of vetoes, like... So you can like lay down whatever three three per chapter. Like you could choose to almost veto, and then the lead player has the ability to override. Like if once a once a chapter they really disagree with what the what the rest of the group says, they're able to you know sort of sway it in the other direction. Um, and yeah. I think that especially works in games that don't have those uh, fail states. You know, like yeah, and adding it, another layer to that that decision making and creating yeah. drama between your friends. That's what if- yeah, that's great. What if you made a game like that where uh, the twitch integration was the uh the people watching can choose what the npcs say back to you <laughs> oh god yeah that, <laughs> that would be cool yeah as the if NPCs. your audience was were the npcs yeah, yeah. That could be... i'd get i'd get roasted in every game you play because i'm such a sarcastic yeah. asshole <laughs> that's actually really cool though because yeah. i can i can see that happening because we obviously spoken about it in my last few episodes but obviously we have canned responses that are usually saying the same things and some are quite wild the audience having that as well where they could just say something completely outlandish <laughs> yeah yeah could completely change uh how you perceive the game yeah i, <laughs> yeah, I really like yeah. that idea yeah yeah i think there's gonna be i'm hoping that we've just scratched the surface of stuff like yeah. twitch integration um because we have the stuff where it's like you know built in mechanically like these games and then we've seen the sort of uh, uh chopped and screwed things like twitch plays pokemon and like fucking insane stuff like that that is just yeah. like really interesting and and experimental um but me, yeah i'm really interested of, uh, the, the culling and how that was supposed to be a huge twitch game where like people watching i think could interact with the world and like cause you know set up obstacles for the battle yeah. and everything and it just never yeah, there's been out. a few multiplayer games that have kind of been like almost like uh uh, uh, stuff where you're in like a, a death arena and the audience is able to trigger traps or stuff like that. Yeah, which we, I, we I, showcased I, yeah, one I think... of those on the indie showcase last year. I forget what it's called. Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah, I think there's like uh, almost like how how much <laughs> the NPCs. I think there's a lot of interesting ways that that games can utilize that in the future, and uh, I think it's pretty obvious that um, both streaming and consuming streams, uh, it, it's not some fad. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like fucking connect, like it's here to it's stay. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be excited when we start getting a generation of people who grew up watching and streaming games and are now making games. Um, four streams. Four streams. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Like once these people who like it's part of their DNA are the people who are making games, I think we're going to get some... Uh, and- some interesting things. Yeah, I know, I know people aren't the biggest fan of Dr. Disrespect, but I mean, like, that's pretty much what he's doing right now. It's, you know, he, he's a gamer making his own studio and now he's making, you know, a big FPS title that's going to be very heavily, you know, centered around Twitch integration in some way. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm morbidly curious about that game because, uh, yeah, I have very little respect for him, but he's drawn a, uh, he has a lot of, like, Get, uh, you know who you know who's he has actually, a lot of folks who've 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 worked on massive uh franchises for quite a long time so they haven't, yeah they haven't publicized it a bunch but you know who's actually working on that uh robert bowling oh interesting really yeah he's like the studio head okay that's robert bowling of call of duty thing. yeah yeah like yeah. Real, yeah interesting yeah interesting uh fate says shame it's nft crap 
Is it NFT stuff? It, it's, it's he has it in there. It. You know, that's like I know a lot of streamers are getting into that stuff. You know, for their Gross. I'm sure everything. they'll remove it. <laughs> because by the time the game comes yeah, out, I don't know. Yeah, that, it, whatever, whatever they're like, they have a really, I guess, interesting model. That's kind of weird, but like basically, and his community is completely behind it. So I guess it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks at that point because mm-hmm. they're going to give it money. But basically, what they're doing is like charging people to play builds of the game as it's in development. And okay, so you're paying to be a playtester or to get alpha access and stuff like that. Yeah, well, I think so. Early access. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's like even pre pre early access. Like it's in prototype, and they're basically having people like pay to play a build of the game or something like that, mm. and be there I, from like the ground up, like helping build this thing. Which is, I, I'd I'd love to pay money to play a gray boxed like <laughs> jank game. The thing is, I no, really it, like this kind of model, which is kind of controversial. Which is where I give the developers money and I get a product. That's yeah. a that's a pretty that's a pretty sick model i like that one uh oh and for folks who uh, dr disrespect was just a famous uh call of duty streamer yes Uh, he sort of had like a wrestling persona he like wears a wig and sunglasses and shit and like has like a over-the-top macho man persona he filmed himself peeing and there was a child in the room which wasn't great yeah (laughs) yeah. the uh was that at e3 yeah yes that was at e3 he like Uh, live streamed himself going to a bathroom at e3 yep and he didn't actually show his dick or anything but there's Children don't take they don't take a camera into a bathroom <laughs> yeah uh, jay how many times have we told you jay don't take a camera into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. you always want to do your poop shoots <laughs> yeah nick had, when we went to iceland every time i went to go to the bathroom nick had to snatch the camera out my hand and go no no poop <laughs> no, shoots jay. for you i was like put my poop shoots <laughs> Jeez. Uh, put my vlog <laughs> I, I will i will say with, with with what he's doing though i think it's like the ultimate uh not ultimate but yeah, I guess like the ultimate form of like the parasocial relationship and he's monetizing that in a really yeah. not great way, I would say. I, I don't know. No. We'll, yeah. But his, like I said, it's his fans are going to pay for it no matter what. That's yeah. And that's kind of like the culture that, you know, streaming and all those built where people are like, I'll, I'll pay, you know, anything that Yahtzee wants to do, we'll pay for it. You know, it's yeah. like, mm. I think it's going to be a, uh, an interesting, uh, sort of, uh, collision point one way or another because it's going to for forever there's been the well fans know better than the developers kind of thing and this is going to finally be like putting your money where your mouth is for that statement so if the game comes out and it's really great i think it's going to really empower people being like see democratization of development and 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 having the fans be involved is the right way and if it comes out and it's just like a real predatory kind of piece of shit shooter I think yeah, hopefully it it'll be. it'll teach people to be like, all right, maybe the professionals know what they're doing, and yeah, you I might be biased slack. here. I and chat, call me a piece of shit. Gamers <laughs> don't know shit. As a gamer, <laughs> like, I do not know shit. I, gamers I don't agree. know shit. Like they, a lot of people feel like because they've played an experience, they they understand it from the ground up, and they don't. They they understand how to play. They I, don't, I don't know. If it's gonna come back. We can hear you now. Yeah. You froze on both of our screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my internet just hit a... Oh, look at us. We came back. We're back. Oh, baby. I fixed it. So, hey, uh, yeah. So, while, so we solved <laughs> the problem. You, talk, you talk shit on the gamers and we got doxxed for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Uh, your internet got doxxed. Yeah. <laughs> I did kill a stream. I'm sorry, guys. Sounds, uh, like sounds like you're the doctor of disrespect. Oh, my God. Quick. Uh, Lampy says that Nick needs better internet. Ooh. I'm not sure that's physically possible. Doggy. 
I mean, I, can't, I, can't, I, I can get two gigabyte fiber. Oh my! Well, get on it, Nick. No, it, <laughs> everything throttle every website and Steam and everything throttles your speed anyway. I'm not, no. Okay. Yeah, you got okay. a dark web. It dark web doesn't have any throttles. No. But yeah, I could I could see this working because there's no there's no way in hell they're gonna like even if they pay a shit ton of money, they're not gonna let um people who've paid the money make core gameplay decisions. This is going to allow them to effectively, I can see it working this way, which is kind of weird, but they're just paying to play test the game. Yeah. And uh, which is fine because there's lots of games that I would pay money to play test on just because I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it could work. I don't think it's going to be this massive, um, whether the game's incredible or not, I don't think that will directly be because of the the input of um, gamers. If there's lots of playtesting, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I don't know. I you know, as somebody that plays a lot of these multiplayer FPS games, like I feel like getting them in on the ground floor right away and helping with balance and everything, and just making sure like gameplay feels right and everything. Like I think that I think that's going to be a huge boon to these games that are pr- I completely agree. designed to like Twitch. Uh, and you're, you're right, I don't think they'll make core design decisions, but I mean, like, I know, you know, like, <laughs> Battlefield 2042 had done an open playtesting thing, everybody wouldn't tell you, don't do this, and whosoever is telling you to do this, they're stupid, stop it. Yeah, and if yeah. you're able to get that feedback early enough, you're yeah. able to, you oh, know, it, it's much easier safety. to steer the big ship as opposed to having an open beta uh, a month before the game launches, and you, yeah, you can make some minor tweaks, but you can't, can't make those changes. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not even a beta, it's a demo. <laughs> they do yeah, those. exactly. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah, beta beta, and alpha mean pretty much nothing now aside from marketing terms to get people like, ooh, I would play early yeah Yeah, and for people to claim i i played the alpha like and this is just another level of that i was whatever they're calling it you know i paid a thousand dollars and i was a core nanotech dev on gun gunny mcshoot whatever they call it yeah that was great that was actually a great game (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, I, i don't know i just yeah i i don't really have aside from the nft stuff which i i really just don't know enough about uh I don't really have a problem with Dr. Disrespect like doing the way he's building this game. I think it's actually relatively smart if you're going to make, you know, if you're going to proclaim, hey, we're going to make the next like gamers game, PVE or PVP game. We want your input from the ground floor. Like, I think I think that's a really smart way to do things. I agree, uh, especially with somebody like Dr. Disrespect, who's it is it, different. I like, I, you know, go back to Marty's point about like democratization of development and like you know i think if something like this really takes off like the people that do play games every day i think do know more about games than we probably give them credit for uh maybe maybe not like the the hard ins and outs of it but more of like what what makes a good game what makes a game feel good yeah but i think the problem is that you could take a hundred of those people and they would give you a hundred different answers. Well, well yeah, but, but, but I think like for me, like yeah. I, to me, like I play so many FPS games. I know when an FPS game feels good to play, it feels right. If like, you know, like the, the flow is there, the, the shooting mechanics feel good. The impact feels good. Like, I think there's enough, if you play enough games, you end up picking up. And I know for a fact, you end up picking up a lot of design philosophy, like just hearing for the first time, like, you know, light is a directional thing for games. And once you see that, like you never unsee it. 
And so, like, you can pick up a lot of game design just from playing a lot of games. For sure, but it's about having the verbiage to describe what a problem is. I've, I've done lots of playtesting well, um, and been involved on the right. other side. And I think, I, but yeah. I think, like, in the case of, like, you know, Dr. Disrespect, like, literally built a studio. Like, that's what he's done. I yeah. think, like, at some point, like, that terminology to, like, Twitch streamers that want to make a game or whatever are just going to be like, is this fun to play? Does it make sense? And they don't need the terminology to do it. You know? Well, you need terminology. This is why to be a professional playtester, you need to have game development experience. Right. Is you need to, when something's good, you can say this is good and that's fine. When something is bad, you need to be able to have uh, the terminology to be able to describe the specifics of why. This is bad because of X. And well, that's how well, they fix things. And that, well, that's what I mean. Like that, I think over time, like games making games have become so open that that terminology to a lot of people is just going to be this doesn't oh, feel good hell Ch- yeah. change I, a few numbers so. here or there and you know it, that's it how feels we make better. great games yeah 100 i think but the, i think the main problem there is going to be you're going to get people who are only um drawing from their past experiences and oh, only yeah. saying make this feel like x y or z yeah. instead of being like you know, true, true forward thinkers and true visionaries and being like, yeah, make this something new. And so right. I think that's the difference. I think if you, I think you're hundreds of thousands of hours in a shooter, if you don't have the ability to think outside the box and, and create something that we didn't even know we wanted. I no, think I, that's I, where. Yeah, I, no, I agree with all that. I'm just saying like, I can definitely see like Twitch streamers picking up on the success of something like Dr. Disrespect is doing. In making games in a completely different way. Yeah, yeah, no, they still, I think this is the right thing. This is definitely the right thing to do. I think Dr. Disrespect's doing the right thing. I don't have a uh, a problem with the the approach development. I think it's really healthy. I think getting people in as soon as possible and playtesting is fantastic. I just don't think it's going to be any different from a different studio who had the money to do early playtesting. Like Portal, uh, like Valve do playtesting. Their playtesting is insane. They're absolutely oh yeah. Insane. By the by, the time their games have come out, they've they've, and that's why they're so good. Yeah. Any game yeah. that has had playtesting from such an early phase, um, is great. I'm just glad that Doctor Disrespect is using his influence and money to create an experience that um has done that. You know, get people in early, get them to spread some things. And it's the problem with playtesting in general, really, is what you're saying, Mai, with. You can get hundreds of people in and 95% of them will be saying, make it more like X, yeah. make it feel like this. Um, and it's usually the the developers that have to come in and be like, we kind of need to, we're trying to make something different. We're going to put our foot down. We're going to do it this way. Yeah. And um, it's very hard if someone comes in and play tests, if you've got 95% of the people saying one thing, but one person comes in with a good idea, well, you're in, your investors are going to go, well, everyone else wants this fuck yeah. that idea even if it was the best thing ever so this is why having Doc, dr disrespect and such a talented team um in charge means that they will see these good ideas if they come through and go actually let's do that i think so, he, i think the, the the one thing he needs is a different name because i am gonna vomit if we keep having to say dr disrespect fair. <laughs> well, fair well i guess we can call him double d's double Wait, d's we there sue we go. Him for taking a yeah, yeah yeah i'm down i think i'm I'll relatively show. sure he was before us yeah, I think uh, I'll show that we haven't streamed in months. Probably has more influence than Doctor Disrespect for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, some people are noticing the topic change. Yep, welcome to breakout. That's what happens on breakout. We just break out of the topic. Ha. No, just pretend Boy, instead of uh, talking about Doctor Disrespect, we were talking about. Lampy says his real name is Herschel Beam the Fourth. That can't be his real name. If that's his real name, then let's go back to Doctor. Pretty sure it's just Guy Beam. Guy Beam. Just Big Beam. Just Jesus. Big Beam. Um, Jesus. Yeah, but in conclusion, the cats are great. Play the, the play the cat game. Also, the uh, cool thing. Go back to Stray. Uh, oh yeah, no, nope, guys... nope. His name really is Herschel Guy. Lampy wouldn't lie. Lampy might be a scampy, but he wouldn't lie to us. Lampy scampy. Um, one cool thing uh, that was making the rounds yesterday was <laughs> the developers of Stray released their f- like first showed off the game and released a GIF of it back in 2016, and it looked exactly like the game does now. So it is so impressive that they had this, like they had the idea for what the game was going to be six yeah. years ago. Oh yeah, and obviously it was a not a game then. It was a, it was a GIF, a oh, proof yeah, of concept yeah, yeah. GIF. And the fact that six years later, like it looks and feels and plays like that GIF, which is just really yeah. impressive to me. Um, that's yeah, like we, I think we were on only SP. I I know I remember seeing that very first GIF. Yeah, so do I. I think Long time uh, ago. yeah, I think we were like one of the first to cover it back on only SP. Sweet. Shut it off. Um, yeah, takes a yeah, lot of forward was, planning. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, and that's just like a real strength of vision. That's if 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 anything, uh, Stray is one of those games. Bit laggy. I think you may be having internet troubles. Uh, yeah, it might be. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah, we're back though. Everything's good. Okay, so Nick in chat is blaming me, which uh, I'm personally offended by, because um, I have <laughs> never had a technical problem, especially during breakouts. So, Deeb's blamed me, so that's fine. I chat shit about gamers. Yeah, that's fine. Um, do we want to? Do you want to go over some stuff we've been playing and watching? Sure. Get a little, get a little tickle, tickle the old play and watch. Yes. Is that what you guys call it when you talk about stuff you've played no. and watched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tickling the old play and watch. Never. Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess we've already talked about... Nick, you haven't played Stray yet, right? You don't no. get to play games when you're moving. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been uh, playing my Steam Deck a lot, but yeah. SD. Um, yeah, so I, 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 if to me, if taking one look at Stray seems like something you'd be interested in, then chances are you're going to really enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it is exactly what it is. Um, and I think it's... I personally think it's really good at being what it is. Um, I haven't fished yet, but um, I'm really enjoying it so far. And then, uh, yeah, you can check out my three MR of uh, of As Dusk Falls. But um, I was, I was, uh, I think there's a there's a lot of potential there in the sort of framework of the game. It's uh, it's choose your own adventure. It strips away even like some of the basic mechanics that are in Until Dawn and uh, Telltale games. It has uh, no character movement at all, yeah, and like so it, the I choices feel like As Dusk Falls is like a visual novel almost really close oh it is yeah Yeah. it is absolutely um but the problem is uh the novel part of it is uh poorly written and not very well performed and the visual part of it is bad (laughs) interesting you're you're the big you're the big outlier review on this one 
Apparently. But I mean, so the thing is, uh, everyone else who reviewed it uh, has no taste, has never read a book or watched movies. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. confirmed. Yeah. We did the research. Daggers. Yeah, that's a big, uh, it's a big 180 from yesterday when I said anyone who reads a book is a nerd. So I've really, I've really come yeah, it, around. It was funny. You were on both sides of the spectrum yesterday, Miss Marvel and, and As Thus Falls. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, no, I'm not on the other side of the spectrum of Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel has, is like, has like a 99 on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's just never. That doesn't racist. mean shit anymore. <laughs> Me versus the racist, and I win. Nobody, nobody gives a shit about Rotten Tomatoes, aside from people that review bomb stuff. <laughs> what about jo- Johnny Tomatoes? What about Johnny Heirloom? Yeah, yeah he, he loves it. Uh, he yeah. can't stop a, talking about it. We need, we need a new like rotten apple seeds. Rotten yeah, right. apple seeds. Rotten yeah. potatoes. That's rotten apple seeds is a is a catchier title, honestly. Yeah, I think that sounded like that. mine. That sounded you like can't the, take the, it. The I'm trademarking front man of like a punk band. I'm, I'm trademarking it. Oh. Yeah, trademark. Just a, That's how that just works, right? That's how American copyright law works. I just, I just bought. If I just yell out trademarks, it's kind yeah. of like Steve Carroll in the office. If I yell out bankruptcy, I'm bankrupt. I declare bankruptcy. I declare trademarked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I am not. Learning. So also play, play things for yourself and fucking decide if you like them. Play the cat game if you don't like it. That's fucking fine. Play as dusk falls. It's on. Uh, it's on Game Pass. If you like it and agree with everyone else, then good. I'm the idiot. I don't know. When, Whatever. But when are we going to get a dog version? There was um, that really old dog game. Well, so there was uh, a dog's life for PS2, which was like that a kid's was game. that was the one where you like, could smell. You could smell. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Like smell of vision was your like go to. Yeah, thing. that um, game's and, fucked. Don't play that game. <laughs> yeah, there was Nintendo Dogs, which was more like oh. you were you were more of the human in those games, like taking care of the dogs. Yeah, you were definitely the human. Yeah. Um, there's games like Okami and uh, uh, Twilight Princess where you sort of embody a, a magical oh. wolf dog, but I don't. I wouldn't say are those. There, are there any games another... where you hunt as an animal? Like I want to play a game where I am a lion. Uh, well, we'll have a review for Endling Extinction is Forever going up today, and you do hunt as a fox. Hell there's yeah! There's actually a lot of there there's go. actually a lot of game mechanics in that one. It's like a little bit of a roguelite almost. All right. Oh, right. Yeah, then. yeah. Will's Will's reviews. Uh, I I knew about Endling forever because I've seen gifs and everything of it. I just didn't know like what it was. I thought it was just another like narrative, you know, game. But it's definitely more yeah. game than, especially more game than the Stray. Uh, so that review goes up at one p.m. Central today. You know, Hell yeah, I'll be watching that. Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, and yeah, Phantom of the Night, I think the go-to, I talked about it a bunch on Monday, but the go-to, the greatest animal game ever made is Tokyo Jungle, because not only is it an animal game, That's you can play as like fucking 30 different animals. It's great. Yeah, that is no, a really good game. Sorry, the best, the, the animal games that you need to play are those, the dinosaur games on Steam, The which one, I, I streamed it once, that Isle something. I thought not of that. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Is this going to be like yesterday's stream where you spend 30 minutes trying to find your fucking childhood Legos? No, no it's called the Isle. Yeah, you literally play as it's a dinosaur MMO, and you play as dinosaurs and live out your life as a dinosaur. <laughs> wow, live the dinosaur dream. Fucking loved it. Yeah. Living oh yeah, there's dream. games where you can possess animals. Uh, Murdered Soul Suspect. You could possess a kitty cat. Yeah, I want to be. I want to be a lion. Uh, where where does you remind me of Murdered Soul Suspect? <laughs> yeah, look at that. Murder's also a great best five out of ten ever made. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, Man Eater. That was a that was a shark game. Yeah, people yeah. people people liked when I streamed the Idol. That was a funny game. We should do, do it still, again. You no. should can we stream the Michael Bay movie The Island, starring Ewan McGregor and ScarJo? That's a movie. Yeah, we, Is that a new movie? Did that just come out? No, no that movie came out like 15 years ago. Oh. Yeah. From your free yonks? 
Oh, the, it's been the, out for the, years, I, was, I was thinking, my, I remember Michael Bay just released a movie. It was Ambulance. Ambulance. What a yeah, stupid with the LA and Ambulance capitalized. What a it also stupid title. <laughs> it's called Ambulance. Know, it, also plays, it was all Ambulance. Does it explode? It's still stupid. Uh, no, it's like gotta go fast or else the cops will Sorry. You, wait, wait, we're all wrong about the best game where you get to play as an animal. Goat Simulator. Black. Goat Simulator, yeah. Black Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Black Tiger's a real shit boy. <laughs> and Goat Simulator yeah. 3 is coming because <laughs> we skipped two and it's just going to three. That's, that was, <laughs> no, that, apparently there is a Goat Simulator 2. There is? Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, uh, that's not as funny though. That's not as funny. I wish they did skip two. Oh, no. <laughs> no, there's no. not. Never mind. I there's lied. not. You're I lied. a liar. Snopes. <laughs> they actually skipped two and went straight to three. Yeah. That's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, what, what else have you guys been playing? Untitled Goose Game, that's a good one. Yeah, it's that's a good also one. a very good one. Uh, I, what, what, else, what other games have you guys been playing? I have, I've finished up Ruin King, a League of Legends story, uh, which I, yeah, I mentioned on stream yesterday, like, if you liked Arcane, you might like this. Like, you know, that doesn't have the same, you know, art style or amazing animation that the show did, uh, but I thought the story in the game was actually really good. Uh, and surprisingly, like, after watching Arcane and playing... Ruin King. I'm kind of like on board with like the League of Legends lore. Like I think the world is really, Mate. really interesting. Uh, I play really a lot of League. So yeah, and TFT. Uh, it's actually got really good lore. It's surprisingly enough, but expected from one of the biggest companies, gaming companies in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, they've, it's, they've hired a shit ton of super creative writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like you know, nobody, nobody really talked about it until Arcane, like the lore. Yeah. You know, aside from like the League of Legends community, and like, and now I'm like finding like, hey, this is like a really fucking neat fantasy world. Yeah. And like, and there's what? multiple worlds. That's the beautiful thing. All of the characters in League are all from different realms and different worlds. So, um, what I hoped for Arcane was that they would leave the world they're in currently, and they do it kind of like an anthology. So, season two would be about a different world with different characters. Um, but it looks like they're not going to do that. We're going to get more jinx. Yeah, they, but yeah, I don't know. They're, yeah, they're, I mean, there's a ton of you know League of Legends games in, in development, and you know I'm kind of on board to like check out some more of them. Like, it's, we'll never play the MOBA because I have no interest in that. But I mean, like oh. the story, the story based games. Like, I definitely it's like one of those. Yeah, it's one of those fantasy worlds that I'm like, I'm interested yeah. in this. And like, if there's you know like a space for and i'm sure it's coming at some point like triple a action game or whatever i'd be totally on board for something like that yeah i don't know i sometimes i think i might be in a simulation because they're making (laughs) uh they've got a card game they've got a battle chess game they've got a moba they're making an mmo they're making a fighting game Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and they're also they're also making so in league of legends i only play one character this character called nunu and willump they're making a nunu and willump specific game and i'm like out of all of the characters, you what's, pick the, what's one, this character's deal? Uh, they are a little boy who um, has an, uh, a, a yeti as a friend, and he okay. he rides on the head. And I they, can, they I can get behind this. Is it going to be like creep- Last Guardian? Kind uh, of, yeah. It's like a platformer. Uh, Tequila Works is making it. They made rhyme and the sexy brutal and dead and dead. Yeah, I like I like Tequila Works. Yeah, they made they make good games. It is yeah. a really, it is a really cool character. The way um, I, I can't remember the lore of the if the Yeti's imaginary or not, but they, when they go around the map, they say voice lines to each other, and it's just from the perspective of, of a kid. They think they're having fun. They're not in a battle. They're like, oh, that's cool. Having fun. Um, it's really, really cool. And I'm happy they're making that. Nice. Uh, have you been playing anything, Jay? Um, 
No, I've been I've been kind of busy uh, working on the last part of um, the Illusion of Choice, and uh, I've been playing a few things. I just opened my Steam to be like, what have I been playing? Um, that's a lie. I played uh, Switch Sports for the first time last night. Okay, how's that? And that's really fun. Um, I know there's online play. Like, if we can get on game night to play that, that would be absolutely hilarious. Um, yeah, it's really fun, really responsive. And the best thing is they've made it so that when you bowl, you all have you can all have your own lane. So you play at the same time. You don't have to keep nice. passing it over. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I really really enjoyed that. It's I, I guess it's just nostalgia. I'm just like I love this. Yeah, I expected that game to actually be bigger than it. It feels like it came and went really quickly, but I expected sort Fizzle. of. The, yeah, given how huge Switch is, I expected, and how big Wii Sports was, that there would be some correlation there. But um, that's one of those games that, like Nintendo, is that that's like one of the Nintendo games that's ripe as a games as a service title, where you continue adding new mini games and stuff over time. Yeah, I, yeah. That this like I, I'm glad Nintendo like doesn't take partake in that and like a lot of their normal IPs, but like they do have some IPs where I'm like you know like. It would be nice to have like new updates to you know Mario Party, you know, with new maps and stuff over time, and and stuff like we, you know, uh, switch sports. Mario Kart's and, doing it at the moment with the the new maps and stuff. Every, every yeah. once in a blue moon. <laughs> yeah, they still haven't released a second pack, which is yeah. insane to me. Yeah, and yeah. they like announced for the shitty soccer game. They announced like Daisy and Shy Guy and some of those cucks. I don't know why I just called Shy Guy a cuck. <laughs> Shy Guy does give off cuck energy. I mostly, I, yeah, he's wearing that mask and everything. Yeah, I got it's it. The he's, eyes. He's, yeah. he's like at the party at, uh, oh, I said cuck and then the porno. <laughs> you, you, you said it. Uh, I'm here for the Shy Guy cuck. Uh, no, I just really didn't like that soccer game. I also realized I don't like soccer. I think it's a dumb sport for fools. So um, 90% of the world disagrees with you. <laughs> that's okay. Well, yeah, apparently that's the same thing with Ms. Marvel and uh yeah. <laughs> that does Dusk Falls. So um yeah, not a not yeah, a huge Marty, fan. Marty the contrary and how how he has fallen. Uh Lampy says I don't think you can judge how often it's being played based on media Twitter coverage for Switch Sports. Uh, I was judging it mostly on sales and the sales weren't that impressive. Um, well, and also that everyone we know uh, we like we had a conversation last after last game night where we all described that we hadn't played it. Like I had it on my shelf, <laughs> yeah, like I, I just haven't yeah, like wrapped it. up. For I, I, I own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it, and I've played it once, and I've had it for like a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just don't. I just only play the game in handheld mode. There might switch in handheld mode, and you can't play Switch Sports in handheld mode. I believe. So. Yeah, that's how you smashed your Switch when you were trying yeah, to. Bowl. And I don't want to yeah. do that. I can't be doing that. I love this no. little boy. Uh, I need to keep it with me. One, one piece of uh, interesting gaming news that I didn't see. I know we didn't cover, uh, but I, the more I've looked into it, the more interest I've gotten. Uh, the developers of Warframe announced their, oh, yeah. next, Soul their next big Soul Frame, and it's like a fantasy MMO heavily based on melee, melee combat. Uh, the cinematic trailer looks incredible. It looks like a really cool new... It's free to play, mm. So, but I mean, like I know Warframe is you know among the top you know best managed free-to-play games. Yeah, uh, and then more interestingly to me, for me, is that Airship Syndicate, the people who, it's funny that I I play games from a developer like that came out a few years ago, and then like within a day, a new game is announced from them. So Airship Airship Syndicate is the uh, second studio formed by former Darksiders developers. Uh, so mm. they made Darksiders Genesis, Ruin King, Battle Chasers, Night War, uh, and now they're working on a new game with. Uh, uh, the developers of of uh, Warframe uh, to make their own like action RPG MMO kind of game. 
Interesting. So this is different than Soul Frame. Yeah, it's, it's a completely new thing. They showed off. There's some footage of it on their on their Twitter page. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think they gave it a name yet, but it's going to be fully revealed at the Game Awards this year. Warframe's really interesting. It's like has some of the best movement I've ever played in a game. Like it's so satisfying to do. Business model is completely wank, um, and it's it's very repetitive. I personally don't think it's a very good game, but the the movement incredible. So if they want to do a fantasy thing with cool melee combat and uh, cool movement, I'm down. I'm there for it. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Any anything new from the developers of Dark Setters gets me on board. Like, if, uh, anybody from the channel doesn't know. I did the I did the big documentary on Dark Siders, so it's like one of my top franchises. And yeah. those got those guys like whether it's Gunfire Games or Airship Syndicate, they know how to make good combat systems in really yeah. really neat fantasy worlds uh and so i'm I'm all on board and whatever they're doing next i played so much fucking darksiders 2 i, I could not get into darksiders 3 man darksiders 2 I, I really liked darksiders i yeah. own all of them and i can't i can't sink my teeth into them something about the openings of those games like i know yeah. they're good games okay. you, i just need to you, you and free. i you and i will stream darksiders 2 together uh, let's fucking do it i'm down amazing. i'm keen i love that game it's one of my favorite games of all time yeah yeah let's not, do it not only because it's a good game but because the music is so good too because yeah Jesper kid is amazing uh, but i also first, like that every time you try to summon your horse and if your horse can't exist in a place your character says this is no place for a horse yeah. and so if you're in a dungeon that is your official this is no place for a horse button that is amazing want, if you ever want a god of a god of war to say uh this is no place for a horse See, i got I a was, button for you <laughs> i was constantly i was just about to say something about god of war my favorite video game line ever is in uh the most recent god of war where if <laughs> if kratos gets oh set on fire atreus mm-hmm. atreus goes dad you're on fire and kratos just says it'll pass <laughs> which is the most <laughs> badass thing <laughs> anyone could ever say it'll pass every time i anyone gets on fire in a game now i say it, it'll pass <laughs> so yeah. good yeah dark dark Siders is uh pretty much what kicked off like my, my, my career <laughs> because of yeah. the documentary yeah because that's that's the reason we got our kickstarter funded for the most part special place in your heart then as well oh yeah yeah no. that's sweet man and also like i remember getting the review copy for dark Siders too like i had no interest in dark Siders at the time for some reason even though it like was perfectly up my alley because i love god of war uh, yeah, and I don't know why I never played the the first Darksiders until then. And then like Darksiders two just show up at my house, I put that in, and I did not like you could not get me off the off the Xbox. You're making me want to download them. It's, I've got them on so Steam. good. I love them. Yeah. That's why people always call you Nick Pestilence Calandra because you're yeah. one of the yeah you're one of the Horsemen of the Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, you, you said you said you didn't you couldn't get into Darksiders three. Dark Darksiders three no. is um. I don't know. It, yeah, it wasn't as good. It definitely like did not stick with me like two did. But yeah, yeah. I think I think three is probably the weakest of the three. It also came out at like a pretty busy time, and so I think I gave it like a little bit of time and then moved on to something else. Oh. It did a, well, I go, it did I a go back to it. It's pretty good. I, yeah, the, after some updates, like they updated some stuff, and it, it was really good. Nice. But yeah, I, I love Dark Star's Genesis too. It's like ex- super good. Uh, I would rec- recommend playing that co op. What about Dark Side of Super Nintendo? A little Genesis humor for you guys. A little Genesis Super Nintendo. 16-bit generation humor for you guys. Lampy's got the hard-hitting questions, which is which horseman would Jay and Marty be, though? Because I actually think I'm going to reconsider. I think Mar- uh, Nick would be War. Yep. Because he's very angry. 
very uh, very angry yep. and trying to that's get us all down. If you've ever played uh, <laughs> Halo with Nick, he's definitely war. Um, I'd be uh, Archangel. Well, wait, the wait, wait a second. If if you played a Halo, I would be Fury because she's just she's constantly just <laughs> a sarcastic asshole every to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you talk about sarcasm and asshole, that fits me quite well. So, if you're war, I'll be Fury, and then my you can have pestilence or yeah, I'll um, take pestilence. I can I could deal with that. Yeah, he, also, Wilson Lake. Shout out, saying Marty would be Arn 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 Anderson. That was a that was a deep uh, uh, early '90s callback to wrestling. There was a group called the Four Horsemen, and Arn Anderson was one of them. Wilson, Wilson, Wilson Lake, Lake coming in with a hard hit in a beautiful. Fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, is, this is just making me hope Dark I, I hope Gunfire Games is close to announcing Dark Four because the only Horseman they haven't played yet is Strife. I mean, they have he, to do a full well, one. Yeah, he's in he's in Genesis, but it's not like a you know true to form Darksiders action game. Yeah, yes, I did not expect deep deep Darksiders lore talk today. I'm, I'm very impressed. It. I love Darksiders. I'm glad it's happening though. Yes. Yeah. Either that or they're working on the sequel to Remnant, which I also loved. Remnant, Remnant from the Ashes. The only I, good I, Souls I like with guns. I thought you were just going to say the only good Souls like, and that would have been a pretty hot take. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> the only good souls game <clears throat> uh have you guys been watching anything before we before we go to the the comments uh, i finally gave watching. for all mankind a shot i finished the first nice. episode i i, I don't I, heard, I didn't like the enthusiasm in your voice um yeah <clears throat> i i've heard it takes about three episodes to really get going i mean it is a it is a it is a soap opera that takes place in rooms primarily um it's yeah. got occasional bursts of sci-fi stuff but um you need to be fine with uh, uh, people complaining in rooms to each other there's a lot of that yeah i uh yeah you know it's like one of those shows i'll, I'll have to just really sit down and let myself in, really get into it because like the first i've watched the first episode like twice and it still hasn't like completely hooked me yeah uh, i mean but... it 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 starts getting more kind of like exciting and sci-fi when you get to the second season like when the the alternate timeline really starts branching off from the one we know um because like that first episode things aren't that different aside from yeah. the moon landing um right. and so uh yeah it starts seeing it starts being interesting when you see how different the 70s and especially the 80s are um compared to our, our modern day but um yeah i haven't actually watched any of this new season yet i need to i think i'm just waiting for it to finish so i can Burn through it. it was, that's yeah. what that's what finally got me to what started up because like Twitter's been raving about this new season, yeah. I guess. But the the IMBD reviews aren't as hot on it for some so I don't know. You can't judge know. that. Those are you if you if you can't judge Rotten Tomatoes, you definitely can't trust IMDB. I, I use I well, yeah, I no, you can't because if there's any like people of color in a show that IMBD reviews go off the the wall. Uh but I yeah, I just uh I use it to see like, hey, is this does this show like have what I would be looking for, like an action show or whatever? And that's that's what I'll use IMBD for now. Oh, it is definitely really... Oh, you stop saying IMBD. It's T B. It's not base data. Internet movie base data. <laughs> what was I saying? You you IMDb. say IMBD, Internet movie base data. IMDB. Database. D B Wow. Have you been saying that? that in you have, have been saying you, you, you say it literally every time. And I think have you been it, getting... <laughs> it hit the hundredth time and I was contractually obligated they should, to correct you. They should decapitalize the D and capitalize the B. Yeah, maybe. 
Oh, it's just, what's the wrong? It's just because it's the, the database. With the, it's the D, movie the, database. D, Maybe the reason I no, 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 no. know a D, it is a D, because... A D backward. It gets a D and a B, and they're both facing right. If you decapitalize the D, I'm going to notice that more when I read the logo. I mean, I think the because reason... Because the D would be facing left, and the B would I be facing right. I think it's when... When originally it was just called the Internet Movie Database, like it didn't, it wasn't shortened to IMDb. Yeah, and so like, because it was that was like one of the oldest websites I remember going to. Like, fucking, it was existing in the nineties. Um, um, <laughs> deep scrolling chat testing my theory. <laughs> BD? Yeah, yeah. See, BD. when you do, when you BD. put a lowercase b in a d, it just looks like glasses, though. Like when I look at DJ's yeah. message, I can only see glasses. <laughs> yeah, I see the glasses. <laughs> this, is, this is how it should look. But it's, it's a database, so the D needs to be capitalized because it's one word, a database. No, I refuse. Okay, I mean, you keep saying the wrong thing. That's, I don't know. Ultimately, I don't give a shit. I said, I don't know. I think, I think a lot of them, when they're making logos, a lot of graphic designers are just hoping that the people who are looking at it can read. And that's coming from someone who can't read. <laughs> yeah. Reading, reading is overrated. Internet movie yeah, decibels. Internet yeah, movie decibels. Yeah, I like that better. Fuck this. <laughs> yes, movie decibels. Yes, yeah. and we can just talk about movie sound. Oh my god, let's make it. Yes. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can we just talk about I the weird Hans, the Hans Zimmer? <laughs> yeah. How many times can I watch Tenet and not understand a word they're saying? Because I yeah, can't exactly. hear them fucking yeah. speak. There should there should be a database for that. Is this is this sound good or not? Can you hear? Can you hear? <laughs> can I hear the dialogue? It's is like it is Christopher Nolan okay? Does he know how to to mix audio? No, he does not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Black said, "What did everyone think of the Resident Evil TV show?" I'm assuming I was the only one here that watched it. I haven't I have started it yet. Uh, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, it is that. a canonical sequel to all the games. It takes place in 2022 and 2036. Wait, I it is tied to the games as a sequel? <laughs> it is a canonical sequel to the games. Yes, uh, they make it they make Ooh. it very clear. Um, okay. well. And uh, it's uh, it's pretty bad. It's not scary. It's not the mysteries <laughs> aren't intriguing. Um, the zombies aren't even that cool. Uh, however, Lance Reddick as Albert Wesker is incredible. Like Lance Reddick, I love him at everything in The Wire, in Lost. I think he's a great voice in Destiny. Um, he's uh, he's absolutely wonderful, and so uh, and it makes sense why Albert Wesker is alive in the year 2022, even if you played the games. Um, but Steve, so that so I, that is one of those shows where like if everybody's mad about it, I almost like that makes more sense to me than just calling it an adaption because they are trying to make it a canon as like a canon sequel. Yeah, but it's just bad. It's bad, which is true with a lot of Resident Evil canonical sequels. So that works for me. Um, The thing I can't get over, though, well, first off, Duke issues. Yes, they they reference COVID a bunch, which is just weird. They directly reference COVID Uh, like and I'm like, do we need to do this? Like, do we really need to do this? Do Um, they reference COVID in reference to the T virus? Like they compare it or do they just like, oh, uh, yeah, boy, there's like a character gets bit and someone's like, do I need to quarantine? And the person's like, no, this isn't like COVID. Oh Jesus! Like that kind of thing. Um, but the worst thing, the worst, far and away the worst thing, but maybe the best thing is there's a scene where Wesker and his daughters go to an Olive Garden, the restaurant, and it is called an Olive Garden, and they sit down to get unlimited breadsticks, which you can get at the Olive Garden. <laughs> and Wesker gets angry when they won't keep refilling his breadsticks, and he goes on a rant about how he wants the promised unlimited breadsticks. And I'm sitting here watching it like. How is this? 
how does this exist? How is this a scene in this thing? It's like a fucking, I think you should leave skit. Yeah. It's like the, the fully loaded nacho skit. There's, but it's a bit over Does it keep show. going? It's like sloppy steaks. It just it's keeps like going too long. Steaks. Slop them up. <laughs> um, so, so it's, you know, it's like insane. the 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 covid thing you referenced like there's so many things right now that are like putting pandemic and and covid like i get pulling from the real world but man like make it make sense within the <laughs> like it needs mm-hmm. to fit within the world yeah like jesus yeah also like, it's like it's an olive don't... garden in south africa which doesn't the show takes place in south africa it's, <laughs> olive garden in south yeah, africa. it's uh why is that there i don't i i imagine it was it, they paid money I yeah, think but Netflix... why would you pay money to then tell your customers that you actually can't have the thing you promised? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound like a paid thing. This is false advertising in like, the show. I, the think Netflix, really I genuinely think Netflix has a sales department that is different than its creative department, and they sell a product placement with a company and then just tell a showrunner. They have to like, work gotta put Olive Garden. Like they went, went, it would have been funny if like they went to the showrunners of Arcane and be like, got to put Olive Garden in it. Witcher, got to do Olive Garden. I don't know what to tell do you, Witcher. Garden. And it's just yeah. Geralt being like, oh, I wanted limited rec sticks. It's just the exact same scene, but in a different context. <laughs> and him getting mad and like putting a knife Yeah, they just him. deep fake Geralt's face onto, yeah. onto yeah. Lance. Um, <laughs> yeah, it still hates like, that. In my dumb ideas, monkey brain, though. You don't use it. Any, anytime, uh, anytime it references like something like Ada Wong or like a reference to the games, I'll like point it. It'll be like fucking Leo DiCaprio pointing at the screen, being like, "No, I, I know that." I played the games, and then no. five seconds later, I'm like, "Why do I care?" I, like, I did that when I watched the Monster Monster Hunter movie. Whenever they used a, it was really good. Like they must have had a different dude like choreographing all the stuff, and they definitely played the games because whenever yeah. they did a move with a weapon that was directly from the game, I'd be like, "Oh." Oh, I've done that. That's from and then the ten game. seconds like, later. Like, you're like, clap. this doesn't I'd make like, a good that's movie. From the game. That's, from that, the game. that's one of those. I I keep thinking I want to watch that Monster Hunter movie just to see how bad it is. It's really bad, but if you <laughs> play the games, there's lots of really nice references that aren't just like, oh, I bet you've played the game. It's yeah. the the moves they use are exactly the same in the game's move set because there isn't much of a plot in Monster Hunter. And if you're in chat saying, actually, Jay, there is a plot. Fuck you. <laughs> Roasted. Um, and the, the movie's rubbish. You know, it's um, Paul Dewey Anderson and his wife, like, making money. It's yeah. just it's just bad. But I, there mm-hmm. must have been someone else who actually cared and made sure that all of the weapons, all of the moves, the world just works. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, it makes me uh, it makes me appreciate that, like, the Halo show is watchable because this Resident Evil show does not even sound watchable. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just... I, I don't understand these adaptions where they just keep like, yes, let's make a video game adaption and then not it just tie it to something completely different. And also like I, just who's I don't know who's writing this shit. I don't know. I, I've noticed it more and more in shows lately, like all these real world references that just don't make sense to be well, there. And it's like it's the stop. exact same thing in Monster Hunter. The entire plot of that, most of it takes place in the Monster Hunter world. But um, Mila Djokovic and her entire like team of military officers get teleported to the monster hunter world and then they're just there with guns for a bit and then the last half of the movie she starts to get weapons from the game and everything starts happening mm-hmm. then it gets good but the first half it's just like why the only, are they military yeah. personnel well that's i i uh when i was in vegas for the saints Row preview event i, I was watching uh uh, the Assassin's Creed movie, <laughs> and I, I did not realize I did not remember any of that movie from the beginning 
and like the whole like government conspiracy and everything like there's literally i think there's a scene at the pentagon and like wait what yeah. <laughs> like why is any of this here i don't know yeah that's definitely that assassin's creed <laughs> adaptation was definitely a movie that you could tell there was a lot of like people sticking their fingers in the pie i i don't yeah it's just I, yeah game adaptions game adaptions are are still weird and i think will forever be weird yeah and they mm. should and they should stick with the animated route <laughs> like arcane arcane got it yeah but i think that's all it also got it because that game has law it doesn't have a story yeah that's right that's the because a lot of people showrunners they don't want to do the game but again in visual form because yeah. truly what's the fucking point well right? yeah like we, marty and i talked about that yesterday where it was like i don't want to you know like oh, adapting the books and everything like i don't want to just watch what i've already read uh so like i can see it with books i can see it with books but not games yeah i mean kind of both i fall on both camps on it because like i know like i've been mentioning it like day after day like the the new lord of the Rings show is just gonna be a dumpster fire when that comes out not the show itself i don't know if the show's good or not i just know the discourse around it is already going to be a dumpster fire people are gonna hate it even if it's great uh but like i don't you're, they're adapting some source material that sort of exists and also telling their own story like okay yeah. i'm interested in that because i just want to know a new story but yeah uh yeah people are gonna be mad but like some of these some of these game adaptions though just like you, you remiss not to be more faithful to it <laughs> you know yeah. especially when the, like a good story technically already exists like resident evil could have adapted the games and fleshed out you know I mean, they tried adapting the games and they failed at that too. I thought that yeah, Aspect was bad. I thought all the yeah. Milo Jovovich movies were bad. I thought all the CG movies were bad. Like, what a for a series that's so clearly, um, yeah, and it was it pretty much combined Resident Evil one, two, and three into one single movie. It was called Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh, oh, um, oh yeah, in theaters. Uh, but uh, for for a series that's so heavily and clearly inspired by movies like Night of the Living Dead. Um, the fact that they can't get a single adaptation right is just mind-boggling to me. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Adaptations getting a 4K re-release soon. Oh God! What? <laughs> the, the, the Doom movie with the Rock. Jesus. Oh my God! <laughs> and Carl Urban. And Carl oh, Urban. He's Carl Urban. Now. Yeah. That right. first-person oh, yeah. scene with Carl Urban. It's good stuff. Yeah. Never forget about that. At least he's not you know doing what? his dumb boys accent. That, that I, I will give that movie You're credit. Right. Get. That, that movie is at least kind of fun to watch, even though it's not a great Doom adaption. <laughs> it was better. It was yeah. better than the other Doom movie that came out a few years ago. That was very bad. Oh, there yeah. are lots of movies where they're just they're they're just cobbled together, but I just love them. It's like <laughs> yeah. I, I like it. They're, they're, like, I like they're, the Mario movie. I think the Mario movie is interesting. Ben. That's there's one of a, them. It's just like. Yeah. yeah, there's a cult following on that Doom movie. That's the reason it's getting a 4K re-release. Yeah, and I'll honestly, probably be super enough to buy it. The cover in the rock and be like, all right. Yeah, I can't wait to see Nick's um Nick's picture of his uh his Blu-ray he got in the mail. It's he's like, I got oh, it, guys. I'm gonna get that movie in 4K. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I don't blame you. The movie wasn't even shot in 4K. the movie was shot in like half a K. <laughs> yeah, they've upscaled it. They yeah. used AI. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for, for, like the Lord of the Rings 4K release looks incredible. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I want. I haven't. Uh, yeah, you know, I have the new LGC one for my basement. I haven't unboxed like everything everywhere all at once yet, or the Northman. I'm waiting to watch it on that TV. Mm. Yes, I'm excited to hear what you think. That's about gonna be great. Um, yeah, my last, uh, the last TV things I'm watching. Uh, Better Call Saul's back. It's incredible. Uh, wonderful. Probably the best show on TV. Yes. Uh, Westworld is. Uh, it's the best it's been probably since season two. 
So Westworld's still still chugging along really well. Um, and I'm on season three of my Game of Thrones rewatch. And let me tell you guys, great show. I'm sure it's going to stick to landing. It's doing, it's doing, <laughs> doing wonderful. Oh, and that's why Daenerys Targaryen is in the thumbnail because we didn't choose our topic yet. And I had to request art. And, and I'm not sure why Mario's in the thumbnail. Well, you mentioned, you mentioned, I was going to, I was about to say, you mentioned Mario, I think, once. So it's good. It's there. It was there. Oh, we mentioned yeah, yeah. Switch Sports, yeah. which doesn't have Mario. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you just mentioned the Mario movie. So Mitch, tomorrow yeah, you did. Okay, we've 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 checked the boxes. Time. Oh, to I sign called off. Shy Guy a cuck, and he's tangentially related to Mario. So he is works. a cuck, though. <laughs> but yeah, my my roommate's like literally watching the uh, the end of Game of Thrones right now, and I I rewatched uh, the Long Night, mm-hmm. and I you I, I can't believe like even after all this time they haven't gone back and fixed the lighting on that i was gonna say I you said you watched it. it you can't watch that episode you it, can't it, see it anything yeah <laughs> it's, it's grim you need to watch I, it with a flashlight and point it at the screen and then you can see stuff that's even, how movies even work. On like even yeah. on like you know nice tv with hdr like i i have the 4k copy on disc i need to try that and see if it's any better but it's just like what a what a dumb way to show a battle <laughs> yeah, also yeah, got, that that took them like a month and a half of night shoots to film like, yeah, it probably took more because they couldn't see what they were doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys can't read the scripts. Too dark. Shit. There are some scenes in that episode that are just like, this works. You know, like the, um, you know, with the the walkers coming and the lights going out, like oh, yeah. the arrows. Well, like, that I, stuff's cool. But then as soon as the battle starts, it's just like, what is? Ha- where am I? Yeah, the, what the is like the I think the most one of the most incredible shots in the series or like any like zombie s thing ever is the the horror just literally like piling up over the people as they're trying to fight back like i that was terrifying when yeah, i saw that that was super the Dol- cool the dolphraki just uh, like disappearing but yeah i did i did rewatch like the the bells yesterday too um which is where you know daenerys second to last episode yeah take no uh, yeah second to last episode she takes out the city like i i still think that's like one of the better episodes of game of thrones like just I on a rewatch like her descent into like everybody has backstabbed me and fucked me over. I'm just gonna get mine. Like I, I kind of like that arc at the end of it, but visually it's very impressive. It's like it's very well made. I just like the entire arc over the entire show within the context is just not very well written. No, uh, um, it's also a cool uh, rewatching the show now. It's a cool callback to when in season two when the when she's in that. Uh, city of like spooky magicians and they steal her dragons and she has to go into the tower of the undying um yeah. and she she walks into a version of the the throne room and it's the, the ceiling's all been melted by dragon fire and it's like snowing and it's like kind of a cool mm-hmm. almost like premonition like you know yeah. you know mirror of that of that final two episodes um that yeah. i liked but you know. there's, there's there's some good stuff in there but uh the the one line I just can't get over is uh, the, the, how they wrote Jamie Lannister going back to. <laughs> it's just, yeah, she's she's bad. I'm bad too. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I'm hate. Okay. She's hateful. I'm hateful. <laughs> and he's, oh. And then, oh, cringe! It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Jamie's great. It's, it's funny Jamie's though if great. you watch if you watch. Um, game of thrones on hulu in between each episode they have like the 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 uh, development diary where like they're explaining all their decisions and everything for these things and like you can just tell by the end like because i think marty you know we were talking about it yesterday like everybody just wanted to be done with that show mm-hmm. you can just almost tell in the diaries that like the dby's and all that are just like eh <laughs> oh yeah like yeah i think every i think everyone in front of the camera behind the camera were just like we've been doing this for 10 fucking years we need to be done 
Our yeah. watch has ended. Yeah. yeah. That was a little Game of Thrones reference. All right, I'm done. Yeah. I'm looking forward to House of the Dragon, though. though. At, oh, so I, 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 Especially rewatching assume... now. Like, everyone focuses on, on how it didn't stick the landing, but Christ, those early seasons are good. Yeah, like, very good. Two thirds of the show are good. Yeah. It's because they're well written, because they're, they're taking directly from the books. Yeah, by the railroad Martin himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the pacing. Like, I, I feel like if they just extended those last two seasons, it'd have been okay. Like, the pacing is just completely off in those seasons, and you feel it. We need to get we didn't an army have the of time bots. to develop. Where they an were army going of to. bots to release the ten episode cut <laughs> yeah. for the last two seasons. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I did. I don't know if you guys saw that new trailer for the Lord of the Rings show too, but uh, oh uh, mate, that changed me. No, yeah, that, that, that looks. Yeah, it looks. It looks really good. I, you know, like I don't know if the story's gonna be any good or not. I'm. I'm. Some of the acting still feels like a little stilted in the trailers, but uh, it's, it's not enough to judge off for me. But uh, specific, like it's it's like stupid. I guess maybe people are gonna say it's stupid, but like the shot of like the the horses charging uh, in that that trailer, like I don't know what it is. It just that immediately sold me on the show, just because it was like not CGI. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, like, there are lots of things in that trailer. I uh, I was streaming the other day on my on my private stream, and people made me watch it, and I I was in awe. Like a lot of the shots, I was like, "This makes me really hype." I also think, like narratively, it, am I right in saying they are not allowed to do anything to do with Lord of the Rings and the Silmarillion? They have to do this weird in between thing, right? Yeah, yeah, because of a rights issue. Yeah, because of a rights issue. I still think the way they're doing it, which is like focusing on. Gladriel, Elrond, um, Gilgalad, and uh, the, like the corruption of the Numenorians. So clever because they can jump. Like I'm not sure how long the Second Age um, actually is, but they can jump. They can time jump very far in the future. I think the plan has been to have this like, take place over like decades, if not centuries. A genius. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's set, it set two thousand years before Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So, so because they're not going to space to work with the elves and the Numenorians because they're being corrupted by Sauron are, aren't going to age the same, which means they can progress the world in very quick ways and make these yeah. big sweeping changes to the world while still really keeping cool. the same core characters. Yeah, and I'm just really looking forward to, and they're being very, very holding this very close to their chest on one who's playing Sauron and two what like what he looks like in the show and i like this i'm really looking forward to seeing him who do you think should play sauron um uh i don't know like sauron in that age is he's not this towering warmongering armored beast he's a corruptor he's mm-hmm. like described like a snake like a, a beautiful snake and i just think like a really effeminate like gorgeous tall man i think that would Orlando work really well. bloom no, I'm, you, see, yeah. you see his uh, his not demonic form in uh, the shed. Like I know it's not canon, but the the Shadow Mordor games. I think he's yeah, he's just that's there. right, yeah. And that Ooh, makes him so, so, so much more interesting. That makes him so much more interesting. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. <laughs> Alex and Glush put a message in the chat, and uh, it kind of reminded me. I think Rob Zombie should play Sauron. Just oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. up. No, he would probably cast his wife, who's just literally the worst actress ever. Like, mad props for giving your wife a job, but she was a very bad actress. What are we doing? <laughs> what do you, have you, all right, here's a, here's a swing. Have you guys seen the Monsters trailer? <laughs> I have, yeah. People in the chat were talking about it. it was, uh, God, what the we, audio what is so bad in that trailer. What are like, we doing? 
Why are we making like, this? Visually, it was really fine, but they were using yeah. all on-set audio with like mic bleed, and mm. it was none of it was well yeah. done. And I was like, "Give me this." You hear people like noshing on craft services. <laughs> yeah, give me five minutes, and I'll I'll fix this audio. You fucks. <laughs> uh, so yeah, check out the Anatomy of the Monsters coming in a few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. M- monsters, monsters. I don't, oh, I don't think I've ever even watched the original monsters. Uh, it's, it's like Adam's Family, but uh, Adam's Family meets Three Stooges, pretty much. I haven't watched the Adam's Family either. You ever seen the movies? They're pretty good. You nope. check those movies out. Nope. My, movies my, dad, my, dad, movies good. my dad showed me the, the Stooges every once in a while when I was growing up. Oh, Three, <laughs> oh, you three should, Stooges is so good. You you should watch uh, the Adam's Family 1 and 2 movies from the 90s hold up really well. Raul Gulia is just fucking throwing 99 oh. mile an hour fastballs Angelica Houston I'll wait, my, I'll wait for the 4k re-release like a snob what are you doing I, what if we never <laughs> they'll do it they will <laughs> look so good you don't need that oh many k's they didn't have that you many k's you need all then. the k's yeah. you need the Uh-oh, AI not three of them. you need either fewer or you need either two or four k's just don't, mm, don't I have them all don't if, I, if I add up yeah. all my two and four k monitors and TVs I'll have like 20k oh my god that's so many Ks that I can just walk into my TV and be there. I was going to say, like, the next time we like do a breakout, we're going to turn on the cameras and you're just going to be a big <laughs> K. You're going to be crawling <laughs> out of your TV like fucking Samara. Yeah. You know I'll, 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 I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I went to an Apple event like three years ago and uh, they had uh, an 8K TV on display there. And I think it was like, like you're not getting that for anything less than like, I think it was like $25,000 for the TV. Uh, but they had like shots of like uncompressed, like footage from like, uh, the California Redwoods up on there. Yeah. And I it literally, it literally looked like you could just grab the TV, like put your hand through the TV. I, you I pulled never, a Wiley Coyote and you tried to walk to the TV and it turns out that was, and then, and that then was the tunnel painted left, on a wall. Left a silhouette in the, in the TV. If, if you put Narnie on the TV, you could probably walk into it. There you go. Yeah. That's a, that's a series that I wonder if they'll bring back to a big TV adaption. I'd be fine for a Chronicles of Narnia TV adaption. I think the story flow of it would work. And yes, Lampy, I know it looks good because it's not compressed. That's why I said it was uncompressed. You fucking Lampy you, being a scampy. Yeah, you, Lampy Lampy. Uh, you actually, scampy you actually, me. you actually to me. But you, I see you gave us a super chat, so I'll allow it. <laughs> Speaking of sumper chumps, <laughs> sumper chumps. <laughs> yeah, we'll start reading through those. Yeah, because we got to get ready to post the P because it's 10 30. This conversation's going to be. Devil Kazuya says, Anyone know which game they're based on the Fallout show on? I don't believe it's based on an individual game, but it'd be funny if it was Fallout 76 because then everyone would get mad. And I think that'd be very funny. (laughs) There is, we've already been through this conversation. I'm not having that one again. Uh, Phantom of the Night donated $5. Says, Is this essentially a follow up conversation to Games Don't Need Depth to Be Deep video? Oh, yeah. I forgot I made that video. You made that video. Let me do a little quick uh, thing. Yeah, I I had a video essay. A year ago maybe um about how uh games don't need depth to be deep and i think i was talking about stuff like genesis noir and solar ash and unpacking and before your eyes about how um uh sometimes games can just really move you with very minimal uh there you go i found it very uh minimal mechanics so uh yeah watch watch that video i was pretty proud of that one so check that hell check yeah that boy out uh be smart it says 2gm8 which generation do you refer to? I think you were, oh, you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. When I was talking about people who don't, people like, don't games. like games, old fucks. Anything the boomer old, generation. Older than, 
Yeah. Which is also funny because Yahtzee's EP tomorrow is on boomer shooters and he doesn't like the term boomer shooter because like boomers just don't play games. <laughs> so that, yeah. also, also those are like shooters from shooter. like the, the 90s and that, that wasn't the boomer <laughs> yeah. era. Yeah, it's like millennial, <laughs> yeah. millennial shooters. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow's which EP. Which doesn't have a ring to it. No. Tomorrow's EP yeah. for members is pretty funny. Uh, Jam on Toast 89 donated $2 says played Wii Bowling with Elderly. See, there you go. That's what the, go. Bo- the boomers love Wii Bowling. Yeah. Yes, and boomers they, do and like Wii Bowling. Their, and then they broke their hip and then you felt bad. My hip far. <laughs> this I'm isn't, never this playing is, another game. This isn't like real bowling. <laughs> Take me to Wahoo Island. <laughs> I'm not playing Disco Elysium. Last time I played a game, I broke my arms. God damn it. Lamp, Lampy, <laughs> um, actually to me again. I said EP. Fucking roasted. That's, that's two, that's two roasted um, by Lampy. No, that's just two um, actually. Oh my God. This roasted is, by Scampi Since Lampy. we have done this stream, this is the fifth. Like, I had to turn off the uh, silenced unknown callers on my phone. And since we have started the stream, this is the fifth fucking spam caller I've gotten Eight. in the last oh hour. I'm going to throw my phone at something. Stop signing up for pornography websites using your phone number, Nick. I, yeah, it's, it's an addiction. I'm sorry. Uh, I <laughs> you understand you sent up a four the hentai yeah. I, use, shit. I use a burner I use a burner account. <laughs> uh I'm Rao during two hours says what's uh Dr. Disrespect's real name, dude Ray? And then we already answered that. It was uh something. <laughs> well, I think they answered it right. Herschel. Before. It was Herschel. Herschel 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 Walker running for uh, running for Senate in Georgia. Oh yeah. wait, I thought you were referring to Herschel that died in Walking Dead, and you were just calling him Herschel Walker. Definitely Herschel? not, because he goes Herschel, 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 Herschel died. I do like that name. <laughs> uh, Andrew Hickman donated two pounds. Says Bojack is the best horseman. Horseman. Uh, he's a really great horseman. If, if I'm being honest, he's like an A plus horseman. I need to watch that show. Yeah, I have not watched it either. I also didn't yeah. realize that because like I, I tweeted about Netflix yesterday because everybody's freaking out that they lost a ton of subscribers and it's like no shit there's tons of options now uh, I didn't realize uh, there was a third season of Master of None uh, there was it's, very, it's it's almost like a spin-off season it's like not about Aziz oh I like season one and two I really love season two yeah the feels SVX Guru 2000 donated five euros says I heard there was a line about Zootopia porn in the Resident Evil show, is it true? It is true. Yeah, a daughter makes like an off. She makes like a. It's almost like a, a, a offhanded comment where someone asks her um, if she knows how to read, and she says, "I only read Zootopia porn." She says it like as a goof, um, and I don't know okay, why you would read who, Zootopia who would write porn. That? Why would you write that? The same person who did so many lines of cocaine <laughs> that they thought the Olive Garden scene was. Yeah, good. no, no. It's a, It's another. It's another uh, Netflix um, sponsor. Sponsor, yeah. <laughs> Listen, you sponsorship. No, we can't put in Stranger Things that didn't exist back then. Yeah, oh yeah. My God, why? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be watching that show. Uh, it just sounds I dumb. Would not recommend anyone to. Okay, there we go. Though I was, twi- I saw people on Twitter like, there. Oh God, I don't even want to bring it up. I just saw some. I saw some journalists defending the show against all the the racists and i was like wait it's just a bad show right <laughs> against the racists yeah. oh because the main characters are black and women yep i guess Thank lampy you. donated five pounds says why is the police department called rpd when they're called raccoon city police department 
See, this That's is like an IMDb. incredible question. That's yeah, an incredible right question. You did say it right. Look at that. You're learning. I fixed it. Um, you're growing. Uh, that's a great raccoon question. Police I don't raccoon police department. That just sounds raccoon police department sounds like a fucking zoo, like people in Zootopia. Like that I sounds saw, like a porn uh, Zootopia porn party. Yeah, yeah. I heard you guys had a noise complaint. Yeah, and then a bunch of raccoons come in and start stealing <laughs> your garbage, <laughs> trash, and eating your trash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did the badger police for Jay. Oh my god, saw one the other day, mate. <laughs> scariest shit in my life <laughs> this is going to be the weirdest transition because you're about to transition into a very big donation right? you're talking about yeah. being scared of badgers uh donald nobody donated a hundred dollars says donation 100. for improving nick's internet connection been a very long time since i donated this should bring me current <laughs> uh i don't think so much thank nothing's gonna help is the thing is nick's internet is so fast that it's a circle and once you yeah. hit a certain speed you just go back down to zero okay so, yeah. like, here's, here's the thing not here's the thing about awesome. my internet it comes back. You just go into the void and go away. I come back. Yeah. I mean, mine no wasn't. Me. That wasn't my. That was my whole internet service provider went down. Yeah, for, exactly. Like, Your whole internet service provider puts you in the void, and you couldn't get out of it. Google no one Fiber puts baby in the void. Comes right back. <laughs> no one puts baby in a void. Yeah, except for, except for uh, Spectrum Internet, who yeah. definitely put baby in a void that day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you so much, Tom. We really appreciate that. Uh, Paul says, donate two dollars. Says now I want Olive Garden breadsticks. Yeah, Dad, don't try to have them with with fucking Albert Wesker though, because he gonna get angry if he doesn't get enough of his. Well, you can have it with uh, that that character who likes the Zootopia yes. stuff. That's Albert Wesker's daughter in one hand. That's Jade Wesker. Jade Wesker loves that Zootopia porn. Put that I on just, IMDb. I want to be in the writers' room when people read that and said, "Yes, that's a good idea." Let's take I think it was that they forgot movie. to write the episode. That's true. They just said, let's, no, they had an they AI did, write it. That's what happened. They did their homework on the bus. AI's like, people love soup salad <laughs> yeah, the, and breadsticks. The, the person writing the, writing the show was typing their AI generator, just happened to pull their search terms, which one happened to be Zootopia and the other one happened to be porn. When you're here, yeah, we that, got a family. That had to be what happened. That's the only explanation for a line that's stupid in a show. Yeah. 100%. I can't think of another reason. Honestly, neither can I. <laughs> It was very strange. I like was I had to like rewind because I'm like and is this Olive like- Garden in South Africa. They were searching Resident Evil Five and then said, "I'm hungry. I want Olive Garden. Olive Garden, South Africa." There you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Together. There we go. AI. AI, AI wrote Resident Evil show. After I eat my breadsticks, I want to crank it to some Zootopia porn. <laughs> yeah, crank it. What is that not a term you guys have over there? No, I we have the term crank. I was you just, just like, didn't expect it. Like in in I wasn't expecting it. God. Because I thought it was a very specific British term, but apparently it's. Oh no, we talk about cranking it here all the time as well. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah okay. All right. This God, has been crank. This has been going on for way too long. Can we leave? Can we leave? Yeah, that was. Can the we last, go. That was the last super <laughs> jet. Can, can we go? Can we go atone for us as, as we end the show on 169 concurrent viewers? Nice. Um, wait, that was. Jay. Wait, we can't make that symbol. Isn't that a bad symbol now? <laughs> What's, What's a bad symbol? The okay oh, symbol. the proud guys. Thing. I can't let the proud guys <laughs> take an AOK. Is, is that a bad thing? I do that. Uh, yeah, the yeah, the proud guy. The proud. You did it again. To, to... Cancel. I was clearly doing no, it. I'm joining. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm joining because I do that literally every stream. Like if someone does a donut, my main thing is I point Shit. and I do this. Twitter was so all I'm right. Just saying you, you're racist. <laughs> Andrew Hickenbottom <laughs> sending a last minute five pound donation says remember the Krispy Kreme tie-in for the last Power Rangers movie it was yep. so blatant that the finale was set inside one and the baddie ate a donut 
I do remember oh, that. Also, <laughs> you remember the IHOP product placement in the first Thor movie during a during a oh, yeah, fight in right. Thor? They fight through an IHOP, oh, International geez. House of Pancakes, yo. Yeah. I, I've actually heard that Power Rangers movie is not bad. I keep thinking about watching it. I actually liked it. I okay. genuinely liked it. I might, I'm I might bummed give that it, we're not doing sequel space off it. I might give it a. I might give it a watch just for nostalgia purposes. <laughs> yeah, it's got Brian Cranston. He's and great. Also go, back, also, go back and try to rewatch the Mystic Knights movie, which I know is now horrible and did not age at well at all. <laughs> Stop. We don't need to. You don't need to go back and watch. We're gonna, we're gonna do, It's up. probably. It's probably like in the public domain now. We could probably do a rewatch of it on Twitch. So. There we go. I do want to do more movie watches on Twitch. I'm done. You could do with anything. You could watch anything on Amazon. Movie? Can you? I think so. Right? Oh, baby. Maybe I'm I no longer going to stream games. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go watch movies on my first. As stream. you try to do one, and then you just immediately get your, your get channel shut down. And it's like, yeah, oh, it turns out I shouldn't have listened to Marty. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a little super great. chat. Heck yeah. Uh, Jay, where can, where can folks uh, find you? What can folks check out? Uh, people can find me on here, on The Escapist. My uh, part two of The Illusion of Choice, my anatomy on Disco Elysium just dropped. Um, go check that out and check out part one. I'm currently working on part three. Um, also see me about the rest of the week. I think I'm on a stream every day. Yeah, we need to lock those down. But yeah, we should be, because Nick's not going to be on streams, but we're, we're trying to cobble together a stream for tomorrow and and, yeah. and friday so next next got and, very important shit to do like nick's got nick's got big diarrhea a couple biggest, multi-day biggest, diarrhea. Uh, yeah, biggest I, nick diarrhea I, I plan out my diarrhea in advance that's a weird thing to say he's <laughs> a week advance next week guys i will have horrific diarrhea <laughs> from monday to <laughs> diarrhea diarrhea that's when two ooh, people ooh. have diarrhea stop this Incredible. But yeah, no, check me out here. Uh, I'm probably, I'm changing my personal stream day from Saturday to another. That's all up in the air, but I'm doing so many escape streams that I I might be skipping mine, but we will see. Um, yeah, check out check out all the stuff we're doing. Yeah, that's me. Heck yeah. What about you, Nick? I, uh, You're just I, moving. Yeah, I'll be in the void until next Monday. So. The void. <laughs> see you. I Yeah, this is my last stream for like a whole week, so I will see you all whenever i'm yep. set up in my new new house yeah oh, everyone yeah. can see this this uh much hyped coffee bar that you keep talking it's about so cool. mountain looks like it's gonna be a do bar there you go yeah um, I, honestly it will be because like they they took their like there's a, a slot at the bottom for like a wine fridge that they had underneath there and i'm okay. just gonna put a, another wine fridge in there but it's gonna be a mountain dew fridge a dew fridge you said slot a slot you said there's a slot at the bottom but i had slot oh yeah, there's, just, like, there's just a slut hiding underneath my counter. Just, just, they let they moved, but they left the slut <laughs> in the gutter. And I'm like, whoa, dude. Whoa. Is, this is the one how an hour and forty two minutes after everything I said, this is the one point in the show I'm taking it back. <laughs> you left me speechless when all I need to do is end the show. Uh, <laughs> oh dear is correct, Alex English. Listen, I have no part of any of that. Hey, so. it was on the seller's disclosure list. They're just leaving a slut in the house. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, yeah and for me you can check out uh, my three MRs of uh, As Dusk Falls and uh, Miss Marvel Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed Miss Marvel I thoroughly enjoyed um, 
as dusk falls but give, give oh, those a watch i really enjoyed the comments on your review which i was still moderating late into the night last night oh my god oh yeah i have to go that's fine whatever i've, I've had worse oh i, I got rid, i got rid of them i got rid of the bad ones <laughs> there's a lot of dumb people in there it's fine listen i worked at ign i'm i'm fucking bulletproof to that's ten thousand people wanting me to die that's <laughs> no, 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 one, no one could hurt me um, Unless they talk shit yeah. in persona, then you're hurt deeply. Then I just go, I just go in the corner and cry. You got, um, you have a crank. Yeah, and then I go, yeah, I go, have, I go have a crank and I get my soup salad and breadsticks for lunch. <laughs> Let's send the stream. Uh, on that note, uh, Martin, thank Martin you all. Uh, come back in, uh, tune back in at three o'clock for post CP on. Marty broke it. A game. What I broke? What? Don't worry, about it. just keep going. No, we're not. Done. Oh, I got. Well, am I still talking? Or yeah, you're still talking. talking. You on, whatever you on the show, then. I'm just gonna drink my water. <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> bye.